1: Exploring faith and the future, Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Magdalene. Some more today on the doctrine, or the
0: teaching of the church that churches observe. We've been talking about creeds, and in our last episode, we mentioned the three early ecumenical creeds, the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, and the Athanasian Creed. Out of those, Camille, which one is most widely used in
2: Christian churches? I'm going to just make an educated guess, but I believe it's a toss-up between the brevity and beauty of the Apostles' Creed and the more comprehensive nature of the Nicene Creed. Now, I guess it depends on which church tradition you're part of. There are some, like the traditional churches themselves, that, yes, these would be very familiar but I dare say there could be some in the more evangelical slash Pentecostal mode that may not be familiar, at least the average person sitting in the pew, perhaps the uh, pastor is, but not the people themselves. So I think it's in between those two, but uh, at least with the Nicene Creed, you do get a pretty hefty coverage of both God himself as well as what God actually does.
0: In our earlier conversations about doctrine and about creeds, we talked about those things that come from the Bible, and we had a big focus on Hebrews chapter 6. There's a lot more information in the Nicene Creed. Where does that information come from, and how do we assess that when we're talking about the authority of a summary of Christian doctrine?
2: Well, as far as I can tell, the Tenets of the Nicene Creed come straight from Scripture. As I look at it, it all is—it's uh, all from Scripture. Although the explicit statements are unique to the Creed, but you could base a case on every single line on Scripture itself. So what the Creed does is it takes the knowledge of God and the plan of God and the Gospel of God and puts it in very systematic clearly recited, beautiful prose, that can be memorized so that basically the person who memorizes it, if they believe what they're reciting, they have a strong foundation and the ability to discern when they're hearing error versus hearing the truth. Camille, oftentimes in
0: church, people will stand and they'll be asked to recite the creeds, and then it'll be up on an overhead or in their hand and they'll all read together, is there value in that, a corporate form of recognizing biblical truth,
2: biblical doctrine? I believe the answer is yes. It does say in Scripture and in both Testaments the importance of reading the Word of God to the congregation. Remember that in the days of Nehemiah and Ezra, they were reading the Word of God and standing in the rain. And rain does happen in the Holy Land, but yeah, it is, it is a special event. And again, Paul talks about it's important to preach, to do reading, to do exhortation, to uh, impart sound doctrine. So yes, if it works for Scripture, I think it'd be very, very appropriate for the creeds as well. Again, remember that the purpose of the creeds is to systematize and encapsulate sound doctrine Which is so vital and so protective of us in these last
1: days. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au.